You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm Fantasy Football Podcast with host Howard Bender and John and Themba. What's going on, FA Nation? John and Pemba here with James Grande. It's your Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS Podcast recording here on Thursday for Thursday's five-game NBA DFS main slate but james it's a again a wheelhouse slate for us we generally say six to eight fives five's just as good though we, we got a a couple teams on back-to-backs we got minnesota we have brooklyn brooklyn and i don't believe anybody is sitting for brooklyn on this back-to-back i think harden and irving and all that group have been uh, deemed ruled in for this one so we don't really have to worry about that no Pel- back-to-back for minnesota by the way they played the pelicans and the timberwolves played on tuesday Oh, okay. So am I just messing that? So is it just Brooklyn on the back? Just, yeah, just Brooklyn here. All right. Well, we had a big slate yesterday, and I, I guess I forgot who played. So we have, we have uh, just one back-to-back then. It is Thursday, though, James, so we should have totals and spreads here. Yeah, all five. Showcased by Minnesota. Memphis is the slate high, 231. Memphis giving four points to the Timberwolves at home. The most popular game on the board will be Warriors-Bucks where the Bucks are one-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Warriors, 223-and-a-half total there. 215 in Clippers-Pellies, Pellies giving four. Brooklyn, only seven-point favorites at home against the Thunder. So something's brewing there. I mean, we know there's no Kyrie. At least they start paying the fines, right, until they start paying the fines. Something's there, though. I don't know. I feel like even Durant and Harden would be bigger than seven-point favorites. Maybe something to watch. Um, yeah, it's true. Maybe something to watch going out the rest of the day if someone is ruled out on a back-to-back. And then Portland-Denver. Opened at 9. Denver currently 10.5-point favorites. Who's uh, playing who, for Portland today is my question. Dennis Smith Jr. is and Ben McLemore. The fighting McLemore today for Portland. Yeah. Uh, and Denver gets Will Barton back. So it's going to be a, a tough game to stay competitive in for, for Portland. Yeah, again, they're out, they're out Lillard, who's, it's not season-ending surgery, but I've seen some theories out there that it's probably going to be a season-ending uh, injury for him uh, if Portland, given their current record, they're having a, a reset year, is the article that I read, basically. You know what? Lillard's out, McCollum's out, just uh, tank, basically, get a lottery pick and add the lottery pick to Lillard and McCollum next year, and yeah, we may or may not see Lillard back. McCollum is still out. Anthony Simons is out due to personal reasons, whatever that may be here. And then Norman Powell is also out of the lineup. They're three starters and their backup starter, basically, who's been balling out. out so uh, not great for that matchup. Notables that we have here uh, ruled out, as we mentioned outside. Drew Holiday is doubtful to play in this game against Golden State. So something to pay attention to there. Draymond uh, Green is still out for the Warriors here. You mentioned Will Barton. Uh, We're waiting on news for Steven Adams. He's still uh, dealing with COVID protocols. He did not play uh, the other night. He's listed as questionable. We haven't gotten word if he's tested out yet, but uh, he's at least been out for long enough that uh, he may or may not have gotten the two tests back there. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is still out. Uh, Luke Kennard is still out, it looks like, uh, for COVID. Nick Claxton didn't play last night. Uh, we'll see if he's uh, for this game here as he was dealing with the hamstring strain. If not, drawn sharp uh, career highs last night for him so good good looks and that's probably it for notable plays jalen noel is questionable to play 
or doubtful to play rather doubtful to play for Jalen Noel. Justice Winslow is still dealing with COVID. My boy Kendrick Williams is currently loading. We got him ruled out COVID list for him as well. And that's it. Again, not a ton of, oh, that's interesting. Bull not traded to the Pistons. All right. Denver's just taking back Bull Bull. Some, something happened. Congrats to Bull Bull. Something Congrats. happened. It did. The Pistons even sent out a thank you for everything. Rodney Magruder, for, uh, message i don't don't think they ever expected that one but i'm curious shout out to shout out to bull bull's pistons career one we'll always remember seriously yeah i think uh shout out uh, tom vecchio i think he's got a a run of tweets out there of guys who spend like day a day or half a day on a team before he gets moved (laughs) i expect him fully to update that not that he's probably listening anyways but i'll give our old friend tom a a follow if you're listening to this shout out out tom love tom all right so let's just get into it point guard spot james it's a smaller slate so i'm gonna ask you the same question i ask you all the time when it comes to Steph Curry here at $11,200. No Drew Holiday matchup against Milwaukee. No Draymond Green. He had triple-double the other day against Memphis. What do you think about Steph Curry? I mean, it's definitely interesting, right? Um, Looking up pace, Milwaukee's eighth. So a nice pace-up spot for Golden State. They're 14th. So two of the top 15 teams in pace. So Golden State is a little bump there. Yeah, man. I mean, no Draymond. Look at the correlation. We get 10 assists. Uh, Draymond missed the Utah game, nine assists, right? So Steph playing a little bit more of the passer. I think that's also easier when he has Clay Thompson coming off screens, catch and shoot type situations for Clay. So yeah, I think he's in play for tournaments. Still don't love the price, but you know, would I rather him or Giannis or him or Jokic? I mean, it's also can, a decision. Can you play John. Jokic tonight? Like, I mean, I don't know. That, I guess that's right. That's the decision. Like, Jokic, not only is he in a potential blowout scenario, he got a $500 price increase yeah. after struggling in his last couple. So that's a decision to make. And then Giannis on the flip side with no Draymond. Like, he's been incredible lately. But 12-3, he got a price bump. So... Definitely decisions to be had here. But what I do know is Steph Curry is in play for tournaments. But, like, cash games, no thanks. Okay. Uh, assuming Harden is in and there's no Kyrie Irving, you have Harden, Harden at 10-7 here against the Thunder. Obviously a double revenge with KD yeah. and Harden here going up against uh, their longtime former squad here where there's basically no remnants of them left. Yeah, so, especially for Harden. He's been gone, like, Longer than anybody. <laughs> He's been gone for so long, right? He was still the sixth man when they shipped him out. That's um, how wild that team was, though. I mean, that's uh, how wild that team was. He was right. the sixth man in the sense that Mono Ginobili was the sixth man for the Spurs all those years, where he wasn't on the floor for the tip, but he's playing 38 minutes. And you know what? He wanted to get paid, unlike a sixth man, and he sure did in, in Houston. And uh, nice career there. But yeah, we can do it. I mean, there's no potential. Kyrie, I mean, we think. Right? There's no Kyrie Irving. I do think uh, you can play Harden if you would like. I do think there's a guy in the next tier that you and I probably are going to play over him, though. I would uh, assume so as well. Just a quick update here. Bobo failed the physical with the Pistons, which is why the deal uh, ended up getting voided. But yes, the man you were talking about is our dear favorite player, John Moran. Is $9,200. He's going up against Minnesota, which Pep F defense does exist. That's definitely going to be a potential roadblock for, in a sense. But I mean, he is playing just out of his mind right now. Just $9,200. He was 89 the other day against Golden State. But before that, 97, 92, 97, 98, 96, 98. Like we were paying 
almost a thousand dollars more here for Josh. So I'm okay with the 92 here. Great price on a small slate given the upside. Yeah, he crawls in the night, John. He also flexes at little kids. I don't know if you saw that. Made little kids cry the other night. I did. Um, I saw him with a highlight reel block, though. Uh, yep, yep, where he hit his head on the top of the stadium. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, this is the best total on the board 231. It's only a four point spread, which I think is disrespectful considering how good Memphis has been. <laughs> they have been, I mean, again, they, they came, they beat Golden State. They beat some really good teams lately in Brooklyn, also in Phoenix on this stretch of games. So Jaws my favorite point guard spend up for sure. What about SGA here? Obviously the, the Thunder themselves have kind of been struggling, but that last game, he looked pretty damn good. I, I want to get your opinion here because my take is he had been bad for a few games and he's trying to figure out how to play with Josh Giddy, I think handling the ball more. And now we get a $400 price bump. And I think a lot of roster ship, a lot of draft percentage will be on him. I feel like this is a fade for me, but I want to get your opinion because it, he like he obviously has the upside. I just like now 8K again. It's just I mean, not my favorite. The 8K tag isn't bad because of what we were paying for him. So like say this was the get right game, right? I mean, think about the matchups that he, he kind of had there, right? Like a tough game against Denver, and then back-to-back games against Pat Bev, right? Fair. So that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. And then he gets it's bookend by easy matchup against New York, easy matchup against Sacramento, easy matchup against the Pelicans there, and then going up against Washington with Dinwiddie defense, right? And he goes off again. So I'm willing to give him a three-game pass, given the matchups okay. that they were up against. Yes, it's disappointing against that second game against Minnesota. They scored 105 points, but they also lost by 30, and he only played 28 minutes. You know what? Uh, at 8K, could be just Harden defense. Could be Irving if they paid with the $1,500 fine. Right? The first, well, the first game is a warning. Just a warning, so, right. So they wouldn't so, even $0. And then it's so like the, it's like a, it's an escalating fine, and then it goes yep. like five thousand dollars per game after that. Yeah, max five k, which is like why wouldn't you if you're the Knicks? Why wouldn't you? Your owner owner's a billionaire, right? right. Like why, you just do that. Just pay one less concession stand member. No, don't do that. Don't be <laughs> no, firing don't, your working class man. But, not, but not during COVID. What what are you thinking? Yeah, 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 don't be doing that. But you know what I mean. There's enough money to go around somewhere. Chain change floor cleaners, right? They have enough in their TV deals where they don't need to worry about firing anybody. And uh... yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> tell, tell someone to take care of it. So I mean, yes. So he is fine. I like I like the AK. I think there's an opportunity for him there. Pat Duff came back, and DeAndre Russell still gave out ten assists. It's now it's got double digit assists in five of the last six games. Not a great scoring night for him against the Pelicans. What are your thoughts here against Memphis, though? I think it's fine for tournaments. We saw the ceiling kind of game against OKC. He's not going to go 11 for 12 from the floor again. But you did mention, like, he is contributing the assists. We're getting about a steal per game, which is nice. I mean, he's hitting four threes per night. Something to watch for prize picks if we get a D'Angelo Russell three prop there, John. So, yeah, I think it's fine for tournaments. I'll put him with, I'll group him with SGA. I think they're both, like, more tournament plays than anything else. Okay, that's fine. Uh, more mid-tier again, smaller slate, so like the options here are a little bit more limited. You know, it's a big price jump down from DeAndre Russell to the next guy that's healthy. We have Reggie Jackson at 6K. Again, numbers for him haven't been great. Amir Coffey's entered that starting lineup and and really taken on a, a scoring role for the Clippers. Obviously, Marcus Morris is back. There are guys that are, are scoring a bit more. Now, not to say Jackson hasn't been serviceable, but at 6K, he hasn't scored 30 fantasy points now in five games. He can't make a shot. 
Look at his shooting. It's horrible. I'm sure there's obviously going to be positive regression, but like because of the stretch, he's now shooting below 40% for the year. Like I just, I know it's the Pelicans. I know it's a good spot. I know like I should be more excited about the price tag, but like the Clippers are not an exciting team to use right now. They just have a bunch of these guys. Like we're probably going to be interested in Morris. We're probably going to be taking a sip of coffee, but like, I don't think we need to play Jackson. I don't think we need to play Bledsoe who's coming off the bench. Who's a little too expensive, right? Like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know where to go. Pat Bev at 53 is fine. I, I wanted fine. to see more assists out of him. We know there's always the defensive stats. And the 21 minutes was also curious. Like, yep. now there is no Jalen Noel, so maybe that's going to help his cause. But since the Andrew Russell's come back in their lineup, it feels like, I don't know. Well, I guess he himself just came back from an injury. Right. Maybe that had to do with the 21 minutes there. But I think I'm so. just. I'm just surprised to see it that low um, because he was starting. They played a ton of Malik Beasley. They closed the game with Beasley, Russell, Beasley, Russell. I think Edward, like, they have Torian Prince out there because Vanderbilt, uh, Vanderbilt fouled out. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Beverly's fine. Jordan Poole, again, can't really play him unless we find out that like Clay doesn't play. I'm not in there. Monty Morris does have does have Barton coming back. We, I mm-hmm. think he's still serviceable, but Serv- I think. Yeah, it's cash games probably, right? Yeah, cash games probably. Um, long way of saying Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis 4K. He's, he kind of yeah. has no choice but to play, so. Yeah, lock and load. I mean, it's just, what are they going to do? Not give him minutes when it's a blowout? Like, <laughs> like he's just there. Yeah, I think he's the, that's the guy. Yeah. I, I don't think there's anything else, truthfully. Like, yeah. so Tyus... Tyus closed the other day. I don't know if you saw that. They played him and John Morant in that Golden State game. I didn't maybe, see that, no. Maybe something there. I, 23 minutes. But, like, at the end of the day, like, you're probably just – why would you play Tyus when you could just play Dennis Smith who's going to play 35 minutes? Yeah, I hear you. I mean, it's probably unlikely because he hasn't played a ton anyways. But, I mean, there, if there is no Drew – like maybe DDV gets a little bit more of a minutes yep. bump here. 16 minutes, he was 0 for 8 shooting, 0 for 7 from 3 against Charlotte. Rusty will yeah. be nice. He's been rusty since returning, right? He's just now uh, 4 for quick math, 21, 4 for 25, right? Like shooting the basketball. Not good. Not great, but uh, you know, never know. Never really know. Uh, shooting guard, Ingram against the Clippers at $8,900. Another good game from him the other night against Minnesota. 33, 4, and 9, 56 fantasy points now, over 50 in two of the last three games for him. And the game winner. And that game and winner. Yeah, man, he's just really good. And the assists have been up. The rebounds have been pretty consistent. Like, he just consistently gets us what we need. Now, three straight of 22 plus actual, two of 330. Yeah, he's really doing it all. I have no problem going here. Yep, uh, I'm with you as well. Going down a little bit more to the mid-tier, uh, Ann Edwards kind of fits in the same mold as Russell, right? Kind of mm-hmm. just yep. in the GPP range. Though I will say, getting a little bit more consistent with his production, pretty sure. firmly in that 40 fantasy point range. A tough night shooting for Desmond Bain. We talked about this, right? Like, Clay Thompson's a good defender. Bain, I'm not shocked that with Clay Thompson on the floor, Desmond Bain shot 3 or 14. So, get Minnesota. Now, does he get Anthony Edwards, who's an athletic wing? Maybe that causes a little bit of disruption. If it's Andrew Russell, I feel a little bit better about it. I don't think Pat Bev's going to be on him. He'll probably be on John Morant for this game. So maybe there's a bounce back spot here for Bain. Yeah, and this was kind of like, 
anomaly-ish. Like, no steals for a guy averaging one. No blocks. He averages half a block a game. Like, we've seen even in games where he hasn't scored, he's been productive. I mean, he had eight straight games of 34-plus fantasy or 30-plus fantasy points going into that Golden State game. So, yeah, I'm willing to go back to the well here. I don't think he's going to be very highly rostered at 6,600 either. Yeah, I'm with you. Is there anybody else here in the mid-tier that you're looking at? Clay Price for 59? I know, like, yeah. 6K, we need 30. Eventually, the minutes are going to go up. Right now, we've had two games right. of, like, 20 minutes, and he's still just taking a bunch of shots. Yeah, I think that if we get, like, 20, if we get, like, an increase 22 to 24 minutes, I'd be okay playing Clay. Yep, I think that's fair. I would still, even in a small slate, like, because, if again, if he just gets hot, right, like, he can yeah. blow past the production here. Again, dart throw at 59, I'm fine with it. Same thing with Dort, 5,500. Hey, no longer a power forward only. Thank you. Thank you, FanDuel, uh-huh. or thank you, DraftKings. Shout out getting a position right here. Again, just 5,500, good number for him. Being pretty consistent with the production since he's come back into their lineup, 28, 24, 29 fantasy points. Unexciting, but on a smaller slate, but definitely, definitely doable. And then Amir uh, Coffee, 5,200, right? Like, not 44 anymore, but since being in the starting lineup, 33 and 43 fantasy points. Yeah. It's weird to pay 52 or want to pay 52, but like if the production is going to continue to be there, I see nothing wrong with it, so. Nothing's there, I agree. Ben Max, 42. Yeah, that's a that's another. As bad as Portland is and going to be, they're probably going to be super popular because they just don't have. Well, that's right. Who else do they have to play today? Like, who is their front court after Mclemore and Dennis Smith? Like, Backcourt. LB, right? LB, like, yeah, he's been playing minutes. Right? He's, he's your punt play at 3K. The dude's probably going to play like 25 minutes tonight, right? Like. Mm. You know, I'm trying to see is like is anybody else played at all for them in that front court? Like hey, Tony Snell. Well, all right. There's a difference between putting Tony Snell on the floor and Tony Snell playing basketball. But yeah, like I'm not seeing anything. DraftKings just shows Quinn Cook on their roster. I wouldn't mind if Quinn Cook was actually on their roster, but I don't <laughs> think he is. Shout out the days of Quinn Cook being relevant. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there's nobody here in that front court. Everybody else is already off their 10 day contract. So but that's it, right? All right. So that's who we got. LB at 3K is your Probably your 3K punt play tonight. Because uh, Ben Mack got in foul trouble the other day, too. He just like got on the floor and he was just like, oh, five fouls in 25 minutes against Sacramento. <laughs> if something happens to Ben Mclemore in this game, yeah, LB could play 40 minutes. So uh, definitely put him in your idea. Grayson Allen off the protocols, not on the injury report. No Drew Holiday. Probably going to start at point guard. I, I kind of well, like Grayson here. Point guard in quotations, right? Because sure. Giannis will and Middleton will just like... I feel a little bit more confident. So you're probably right. You're probably right that those guys will handle the ball a little bit more. But it wasn't like the big lineup the other day that they played where like Giannis like was the point guard. Right. I think Grayson would likely be the point guard on this team, um, at least for the starting five, assuming they still go with Nuora out there, right? So it'd be what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, it dep- a- I guess it, I guess it's gonna depend on if they because they've been starting West Matthews. So it, I guess it depends. Sure. They'll, they could go a lot of different routes. They've started a lot of different guys. I think it's they're, they've started Grayson a lot. They've started Nawara a lot. They've started Wesley Matthews as of late. So I guess we'll see because they do have a lot of guys suddenly. Like everyone's healthy. So we'll have to see like what they're going to do. While Desmond Bain struggled, who didn't struggle the other night? Oh, our boy, Zaire Williams. 
30 yeah. minutes, 27 to 30 minutes, the last two games for him. I'm, pr- I'm proud of you, by the way. You didn't. Yeah, have I, I concentrated son. hard on that one. <laughs> to pronounce his last name correctly. Wanted to, I fought every urge to say Williamson, but I, I was able to manage. 35, he needs to make his shots because he's not a guy that gives you really much of anything else. But right. you know what? Like if Pat Bev is locking down Morant and Anthony Edwards is out on... You know, Desmond Bain, they find the shots for Zaire Williams lately, and he's uh, he's hitting them. Is he exciting? No, but I mean, if you're looking on a small slate for guys that are going to play some minutes here, he, you have to at least put him in the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Everything I echo everything you just said. He's not like a core play, but he's definitely in the player pool. Yep. Uh, small forward, Middleton at 87 against Golden State should be pretty popular. And then got to love the next two guys that I'm looking at. Josh Giddy, another strong performance out of him. Again, you look at some of the tougher matchups against Minnesota, not great, but he did go for 43. He went for 34 against Denver in that low-scoring game and then back to 41. Listen, he's the player we've talked about all since the very beginning, right? Like, he's right. going to give you rebounds. He's going to give you assists. And if the shot drops, the ceiling is there. He hit. He had 18 points. He had six rebounds. He had eight assists. He gave you two steals. He had 41 fantasy points at 69. He's only 7K right now. You need 35 for 5x. He can give you that and more here. I think in this matchup. Yeah, it's going to be a high-paced game. And you know what? He's been playing minutes really, regardless. Like even in a 30-point loss to Minnesota, we got 30 minutes out of Giddy. It's a good sign to see him playing in blots. It's a good sign to see him playing in competitive formats too. So I'm definitely in on, on some Giddy here. Would you rather Giddy or this next man in Josh Hart at $6,800? It's close. I think Giddy probably... See, I don't know. Because like Hart's probably a better scorer at this point. I think he's the freedom that um, he has within the Pelicans offense off like scoring is a little better than Giddy. Um, Giddy's been more getting better at that granted, but he provide like triple double upside definitely goes to Giddy. I think I lean Giddy, but I also could see myself playing both, right? Like they're, I think they're both firmly in play. Yeah. Uh, I mean, listen, we, t- we talked about in the last podcast about how underrated Josh Hart has been, or maybe one of the more underrated players in a trade, right? If you go back yeah. and look at all the deals, like Josh Hart was in that Anthony Davis trade, and he and Ingram are the two like survivors of that deal. And I mean, Josh Hart has been ever so consistent this year. I mean, yeah, you're, I said, you're expecting 35 fantasy points and anything else after that, the ceiling's certainly been there. So uh, big ups on, on Josh Hart. Marcus Morris is 65 against the Pelicans. Again, another tough kind of shooting night for him against Denver, but it was an overall low-scoring game. You know, it was 87-85. So I'll give him, like, a little bit of a pass, I guess. I mean, 35 minutes was encouraging after playing 29 and 25 the two games before that. But like we said, if that shot isn't falling for Morris, then he's going to have some trouble at the price. Yeah, all these guys are, like, tournament plays for me. Morris tournaments, Wiggins tournaments, Aaron Gordon can't not trust Aaron Gordon to do that. No, especially with Barton back. No, thanks. I think Little probably tournaments. I mean, there's upside. Just playing by default, 40 minutes. Yeah, 40 minutes by default. But they actually do have like front court active, able bodies kind of that they yeah. can play. So like as much as like McLemore and Dennis Smith are like penciled into 40, I would say Little, I think there's a little less like leeway there but you might be right just by default 40 minutes but if that game stays competitive he's going to play 40 i'm curious as to why kyle anderson only played 24 minutes the other day wasn't a foul trouble issue they, they were, closed they with were, tyus 
They they closed with Tyus and they gave Zaire thirty minutes. I know. I just it's weird to me because we were talking about it. Like Kyle Anderson was giving us a classic Kyle Anderson line, right? Four point four eight points, four rebounds, two assists, a block, and three steals. Well on his way to like a, a pretty pretty good fantasy night, and then they just didn't put him back on the floor. So is that was that a matchup thing with Golden State where maybe Golden State State was going smaller, so Anderson wasn't their option like i guess i, I who else closed they closed with tyus they closed I'm with looking, bain so it's bain so anderson checked out with three minutes left in the third quarter john never saw the floor again that's tyus played first four minutes of the fourth took a break came back for the final six brandon clark played the final six minutes of the game with so it was Bain, Jackson, Clark, Tyus. And then Clark came in for Zaire Williams, who played the first six minutes. So Zaire Williams and Clark split the fourth quarter. Those were, those would normally probably Anderson's minutes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's tough then. Obviously he's 5,100. We know what he can be, but if they're just not going to play him, it's kind of hard to, it's hard to, Sure. Same thing with Otto Porter. Uh, he did play 28 minutes, encouraging for sure. No Draymond, so I think you can consider him at 4,800 as part of a, an option in your lineup. Batum played 26 minutes, did have foul trouble, so maybe you, you chalk it up to that being the 26 minutes. Uh, he has started now, though, in two straight games. So Did you uh, see, though, he did not start the second half of that game? They, I did, they actually. Started, Trey Mann they started. started. Yeah, yeah. Ter- yeah ter- ter- Terrence Mann. We have both mans on this slate. Or I would have let that slide, but make sure not don't play Trey Man. If you're gonna play a man, play play Terrence. He's sure. the better man. It's true. And play the right Wiggins if you're playing Wiggins. <laughs> true, true. Oh God, that's both so of those are on the slate. Not that. Shout out to the other Wiggins though, because he was good for a while, right? He, he was, was good for a while. Uh, all right. So anybody else here? I mean, you can't really play Jaden. Even they kind of had to close with them because Vanderbilt, and then they didn't close with them. They put Torian Prince in for no reason. Kessler yeah. Edwards started yesterday for Brooklyn. Played 29 minutes. I mean, if he starts again, I'd, I'd have interest. He let's see, and it wasn't even like he didn't get blowout run. He played with the he played the first five minutes of the fourth and then checked out. So like, would he have played more? Seems that way. Sure. All right. So that's probably it then, right? Nobody else for you? No, that's it. Okay. Power forward, Giannis, 12-3. We've discussed it. I think this is a really good spot for him. It should be a game that both teams are competitive, back and forth, high scoring. I actually like that Milwaukee is at home for this one. So I I think, uh, especially we know Drew Holiday, we know that there's more potential for him even to run the offense a bit here. I'm comfortable with the 12-3. Durant is interesting here. Again, I worry. You said seven-point spread. That is curious. If Harden or somebody sits and it's Durant by himself, you load up at 11K. Even then, just 30 minutes because of that blowout last night, he gave you 48 fantasy points. He's the leading scorer in the NBA right now. I think I heard them say on ESPN last night, 29.7 points per game. Durant is just doing Durant things regardless of who's on the floor. If it's Kyrie and Harden, if it's just Harden, like he's reliable. I I think that's uh, those two guys are fine. The graphic that they keep showing John has been super cool to see and like brings you back to like when we were in like high school and college and stuff. It's 10 years ago. The leader, the leading scorer in the NBA was Durant, and second was LeBron. And this year, the leader in the NBA is Durant, and second is LeBron. Ten years ago, that yeah. was how it was, and now it is. And it just shows you that we're dealing with some all-time greats. And I won't over, overlook that fact anymore. If I ever did at all, KD, you're special. 
I know you're listening here because you always listen to this podcast. I'm just kidding. Oh uh, yeah, Durant's fine. But again, just saying, I think it's weird that it's a seven and a half point spread against the Thunder. Seven, sorry. And they were talking about the back-to-backs the other day. Apparently, he had the option to sit the Portland game. Right. And he didn't. And then he came out with the quote saying he wants to die out there. And he was like, nah, just kidding. But if they, and then he came out with this quote, like, if they choose to sit me, they choose to sit me. If they choose to play me, they play me. Like, I'll do whatever they ask. We'll see. He only played 30 minutes last night. We'll see. Okay. My favorite player, Jaron Jackson Jr. Literally your favorite player. Classic Jaron Jackson Jr. game Yeah, the other day. Three fouls, like, almost. In five instantly. minutes? Five, yeah. five minutes, almost, I think? Almost instantly, just like, three fouls. Basically misses ha- more than half this game because of the number of fouls. And then he comes in in the fourth quarter and just falls. He's, he scores all the baskets. He grabs all the rebounds. He ends up with three blocks and three steals. He gives you almost 40 fantasy points in 22 minutes. I, I want to go back here, but I am terrified that if Steven Adams doesn't play, it's Towns is on the offense. Like he filed, he almost fouled out defending Kevon Looney, <laughs> right? Like Kevon Looney was the one that gave him his fourth. And I'm sitting here Ooh. like, it's it's Kevin Looney. What are we what are we doing, Jay? Like, he has no offensive game. How are you following it? What are you doing? And I'm and I'm like searching his name on Twitter, and people are like, Jaron Jackson Jr. continues to make the most needless fouls at all times. I'm like, unbelievable, because he's selling out for shot blocks is the problem. Yep. Like, you get one up fake on this guy, and he's three feet in the air ready to swat you down, and he just fouls you. Towns is gonna get the ball in the block here. And I don't think Jackson's going to be able to help himself, right? Like, they're, he's just going to hack. So I, I am hopeful for this not to be the case. But in two games against Minnesota, James, he's averaging five fouls a game. <laughs> so, like... It's pretty I, par for the course. You can't... You just can't go there. Use him in tournaments, 7,200. I really like the price. The dude has, like, a 60-point ceiling. Like, he can yep. get there. He's so damn talented. He's going to foul out. So, like... If you have one lineup tonight, are you playing Jaron Jackson? No, I don't. Well, maybe in like the, if I'm playing like the Big 15, the fadeaway or something like that. Yeah, it's big. Uh, it's it's large field. It feels like not just GPPs. It feels like large field tournaments, right? Like it's just because like single entry tournaments, you're dead. I mean, you're playing the large field to bank, and the fact that you said they're 60 point upside. That's the allure of those big field tournaments. The the so the single entries. I mean, before that, I mean, look at. I mean, he was on pace to give us three straight 50 fantasy point games. 57, 52 in 29 minutes in those two games against Clippers and Lakers, and then in 22 minutes he gives us 40. Right? He was right. on pace to give us another 50 fantasy point game. Right. So that's what he is as a player. It's just he's averaging five fouls against Minnesota this year. Towns is an elite offensive center. Right. So you just you just worry. You just absolutely worry about that. Vanderbilt, our guy. <laughs> Another foul happy player that had him in foul happy, so we were getting ceiling minutes. We tut him, we talk about him, we praise him, James, and what happens? Six fouls. Fouls out in twenty six minutes, man. What are we doing? Uh, feels bad. Herbie Jones is putting him in a blender. You know, it's just so I'm again, flip side of that matchup, he's gonna get Kyle Anderson or Brandon Clark or Jaron Jackson at times, like I still like Vanderbilt. He would have been on the floor for another 30 minutes. Maybe the rebounding numbers will be a little bit easier for him against Minnesota than they were against the Pelicans. I mean, Pelicans do have a lot of good rebounders there. Hart loves the rebound. Valanchunas is there. Jones rebounds. So 
you know, maybe this is a matchup that's a little bit better for him on the rebounding department and he can get back get back to how he was playing there. But uh, yeah, terrible timing for uh, his foul troubles to return. Can I, can I try to sway your opinion there? So you were spot on about the Pelicans. They're third in rebounding rate this year, John. Sure. Minnesota, or Memphis rather, number one. Uh, I don't know. Oh well, yeah, was. I had the teams flipped. That's why I, I was ta- I was thinking, I was envisioning him as facing Minnesota, not yeah. on this. So when I was speaking there, so that was my own uh, my own error there. I was seeing the two M's and I was like, oh, like who rebounds on Minnesota? Well, he does, but. <laughs> he's not facing himself but yeah that's fine but you know what there's no steven adams potentially sure. so adams is obviously the leading rebounder for memphis he's you know pretty much locked in on double digits so i do wonder if adams doesn't play what that does for an impact on their rebounding well we could look it up over the last week we'll look up the last week rebounding last rate the last three games uh yep three games memphis is second behind miami all right so i'm just a liar whatever that's fine. Sometimes perception isn't reality. It's good to have those numbers. So uh, I guess it also makes sense because since it's got triple digit, uh, double digit reboundings in three straight games, basically just picking up where uh, where Steve Adams left off. All right, so let's go down a little bit more. We got Covington. We like Covington at 58 again. These guys kind of just have to play. Uh, they don't really have uh, a lot of depth there. So Covington, Little, guys we talked about. I guess that brings us to Brandon Clark, right? If Clark is the guy that closed or played the majority of the fourth, 32 fantasy points. He's 5,200. Pretty consistent scoring the basketball lately, uh, getting fairly consistent run outside of that Lakers game. And the rebounds in the two two of the last three games here, 15 and 9, when he's played 26 and 28 minutes. You know, Clark here, uh, solid play at 52 for you? Yeah, Steven Adams has to be out. That's the contingency. Yeah. We, we need Adams out. If Adams is in, I'm, not put, I'm probably not going there. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no definitely not. Um, fully on board with that one. Nora, if he starts. Yeah, I told you this. I think like he has to start. And speaking of, we just got Milwaukee news. Drew Holiday out. George Hill now listed questionable to play, mm-hmm. which obviously could put a wrinkle again in their rotation because they have all these freaking guys now. Yeah. I would assume. Hill can start a point guard. I mean, he is, right. he is the the only like other point guard on their roster. Right. Which makes me I think worry a little bit about Nawara because now instead of starting someone like out of position, they can just go back to like starting people at their natural spots kind of thing. Well, I guess we'll see. They could go small and play Nawara. I like Nawara when I know he's starting. And you know what? We'll know because that's the first game of the slate, 730 Eastern tonight. I'm with you there as well. What are we doing with Darius Basley? I don't know. We just played 30 minutes the other night, right? Like he'd been like coming off the bench. He hadn't been playing a ton. And then, you just they're just like oh like we this guy's actually kind of good like let's see what happens here and he played 30 minutes 14 and 9 29 fantasy points he's got 20 plus fantasy points now and a really good stretch of games you know, obviously he missed some time there but you know returning on the fifth he's got three of the last four over 20 fantasy points no one's gonna play him so I think you have some leverage in, on the field if you do I still like we saw the Minnesota game we saw the floor I think it's a viable tournament play but it's a tournament play only for me i know like the consistency has mostly been there but over the last 10 games we've seen two single digit floor like single digit output i do think he's in play but i think it's uh, mostly for tournaments uh what do you think about discord's favorite man jeremiah robinson earl at four thousand dollars i like the minutes he just didn't rebound (laughs) he starts like it's just like he didn't do anything Um, But he's not like I don't hate it. Again, like I think Basley has this 
has the ceiling over him. But the the one thing that Robinson Earl has over Basley right now is that he's starting and Basley isn't. I think he's fine. I, not like my favorite play, but also I, I do think like just because he had a bad game, we shouldn't just like poo-poo him and like just look past him. Yep, I agree with you there. And then the last guy that I'll, and I guess we actually, we missed him because he is a small forward only. I thought he's a power forward. But what do you think about Iguodala here against Milwaukee? They could need him to play Giannis. Or Middleton, right? Whoever's yeah. feeling it, whoever's feeling good. Yeah, I could see a scenario where we play Iggy. Like, again, another guy that has a low, I want to look at how they handled, like, I like, you mentioned Porter earlier. I like how they gave him 28 minutes. I really yeah. like that. Iggy got 20 I'm yeah, he had see, three like, fouls in that game. I don't know if that, like, because he's on a short rotation. I don't know if the fouls hurt him at all there. Yeah, I mean, he didn't play, John. He played five minutes in the first and then picked up. So this is where I think he played five first quarter minutes and then five second quarter minutes. Only one foul going into half. So he picked up one in the third, one early fourth. You know who they closed with? I want to get your take on this. And started in the second half over to because they started to Scott New Anderson. Right. And he did that like Steve JTA Kirk only classic. played seven minutes in that game. He basically did the he did the the first quarter. So he did the Zaza. What Steve Kerr used to do with Zaza and Mark Jackson, what they used to do where he'd just like play and then never come back. They they started Gary Payton in the second half and then they closed the last seven forty with Gary Payton. Because for just for defense, right? For defense. So just a thought, like, with Memphis, or with Milwaukee on the docket, just a thought for Gary Payton. Didn't close with Iggy. They closed Porter, Payton, Clay, Curry, Wiggins. That was their their final five, so. I um, feel like they'll have to play bigger in this matchup, though, because Portis will be on the floor, Giannis will be on the floor. Sure, Sure. So maybe Looney, maybe Iggy. Yeah, I mean, Iggy Iggy for tournaments. I I can get behind that. He's 3,500. Again, you know, the other night he only took two shots. Uh, prior to that, he, he was shooting a little bit more. I mean, we always know the defense and rebounding could be there for him. Again, just a, just a dark throw, just a fun play that's out there. And then we'll roll it over to center. Uh, we've discussed Jokic here a little bit. It hasn't hit value. Price bump, and we think this one's going to be a blowout, so probably out. Uh, I do like Towns at 10K. Again, he's the last couple games for him, 50 and 64 fantasy points, 10K. The 50 fantasy points is fine, right? Like you, get, you got the 5X out of him. And this could be a matchup if there's no Steven Adams. Right, where he has that Jaron Jackson foul happy, you know, type uh, matchup. You know, Adams did play both games earlier this year against Minnesota. There, there was at least that opponent for Towns early on in there, and even to that point, like he still was fine. Twenty three points, eight rebounds in those two games. Towns a ten K seems serviceable. Yeah, I actually probably like him more saving twenty five hundred off Jokic, and of course Jokic is going to go for eighty tonight, but like. The discount is really nice on Towns, for, and he's actually hitting value compared to Jokic, who, again, the the spread opened at 9. It's now 10.5. We're recording middle of the day. Who knows what that line's going to balloon to. Yep. Uh, in two games against the Clippers this season, Jonas Valanciunas is averaging 60 fantasy points on draft. <laughs> do you, like, I know, but do you want to pay? Like, I guess, what's your opinion on paying 8600 for Jonas we need 43 fantasy points essentially. yeah I mean there I don't know if he's just being less efficient if the shots are going elsewhere the rebounding has been great the I don't assists know if, have been pretty good yeah, like we're getting been okay but we're we haven't gotten that blowout game in a while in the two games against the Clippers he's averaging 32 actual 
14 rebounds in those two games. So like he's averaging 21 shots in the two games. So they've played twice. So Ingram's played in both. Yeah. Just for the record. And Josh Hart has played in both. So it's interesting, I guess, right? I mean, it could just be the matchup, right? Like Devontae Graham's only played in one. They they look at Zubac and they're just like, J-Val, like go do your thing, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, again, it's a dark, it's a tournament throw. It's probably a cash game play. I mean, if you're playing large fields and he goes for 60 at 86, you probably have yourself in a good position here. Cash games, I think the floor is pretty safe for him as well. 86 is fine. I don't know about Nurkic. Again, I know they don't have many. They do have Zeller back. He's actually questionable with an injury as well. Oh, they don't? Yeah, doubt, he's actually doubtful, John. Cody Zeller, doubtful Thursday's oh, game. Oh, Cody Zeller. I thought you were talking about Nurkic. No, Cody Zeller is doubtful oh, with okay. a patellar soreness. Jeez. Man, Portland, poor Portland. Even then, I don't know if I want Nurkic here at 76. I mean, it's a, he's going up against Jokic, too, right? So it's, he has Maybe, not looked good I would, in two I'd games. rather take my shot with Portis on a bounce back here. Like, I think the thing, I don't, I largely agree because I think, I think Kevon Looney is someone that we can attack and he's going to have, he's going to stretch the floor and Looney's going to have to chase him around. Looney only played 18 minutes the other day himself. So, like, fair. They can play power Again, forward, they right? have they, to play big here. That's what I keep going back to. There's, they can't play smaller against Milwaukee. They'll just get eaten up. So I think Looney has to be on the floor. Which I think is good for Portis, if that's who they decide to guard Portis with. Because, again, he's going to have Looney's going to be chasing around to the three-point line. The only thing about Nurkic is the offense has been running through him a little more lately. For five of the last six games, he's had three or more assists, including nine. All of those games, double-figure points. And there's literally four of their top five scorers are not playing here. So yeah. if this game, again, it's like, it's the scenario, right? That we've talked about a lot of times. If this game stays close, how does it stay close? It's because Nurkic took 25 shots. Because Nurkic is, <laughs> yeah, he's right. Like it is because Nurkic. So in that sense, it's like, okay, if you're looking at it from that angle in tournaments, it makes sense. Um, I just wish it was like any other matchup, but Jokic on the other side. Right. right? Like at literally any other matchup. And like almost like li- almost literally any other center. And it's like, all right, he's going to get all the shots. This is great. Instead, he's got the league MVP like opposite of him, who, who we practiced against for like four years. I, I just worry there. We can always use Triple J at center anyways at the similar price point, assuming no Adams. Uh, and then if we're going down for value, I mean, if Claxton is healthy, I would go Claxton. If he's not, Duran Sharp is $3,300. Another guy that got in foul trouble. In fact, he fouled out of that game. But the last two <laughs> games for him, pretty solid and limited minutes. Yeah. He's going to be chalky, right? It's just, it is what it is. He's going to be super chalk, especially. I think if, both guys would probably be, if Clarkson started, I think he would be fairly popular at 46 because we love this matchup against the Thunder. So Robinson Earl starting. I think one more interesting note, the Clippers, I don't know if they're just done with Zubac or they didn't like him in the Denver spot. He had four fouls, but yeah. I- Abaka played 21 minutes compared to him, so I'm just, just yeah. throwing that out there. I don't mind Abaka. They're, they're just capping him, it looks like. He's yeah. not, I don't think we're ever going to get the Kevin Love bump where it's like all of a sudden he's playing 30. But this, I mean, could be a spot for him. 4K, I'm fine with it. He can give you the, the 20 fantasy points at 4K if he's playing 20 minutes. Yeah, that works. Nobody else for me, though. Anybody else for you? Nope. Alrighty, That wraps up our look here, guys. Oh, what, let me ask you real quick. Just throw it out there. Jackson Hayes has played 19 minutes in the last two games. And any interest there? I don't know. Just the 20 minutes off the bench over Hernan Goat is uh, is just something that's sticking out to me. I just, like, you can. I just don't think there would be, like, a reason. Yeah, I guess you'd rather play Sharp. Sharp was, so. Right, yeah, if Sharp. And plus, 
if like to that maybe even Blake right like 3200 20 minutes plus the blowout like he didn't need him to play more than 20 minutes did Blake even did Blake finish the game no Blake played 20 minutes in the first he checked out two minutes into the fourth quarter so who knows it could have been 25 26 minutes right so if Claxton's out yeah maybe Blake is an interesting option as he splits the time with with Deron Sharp there so Good call. All right, so I'll do. I'll agree with the Blake over over Hayes here. But that does wrap it up. We'll be in the Discord. Obviously, I think the playbook is already out, or right. you know, Ray already has it out. If you have any questions, hit us up. Talk to you guys later.